0: Welcome to the Dwelling Place Church audio podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's message. We pray God speaks to you today through this message and through his word. For more information about our church, be sure to visit us on the web at dwellingplacemovement.org. Now it's time to listen to this week's message. Let's give the pastors of this church a big hand. I'll tell you what. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much, Dwelling Place. You look so good and happy Mother's Day and you look so beautiful and just so wonderful to be here. I said in the first service that I believe this is my first time ever getting to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ on Mother's Day. Isn't that amazing? What a great gift. I couldn't have gotten a better gift and all of my family being here. Uh, would you all just stand so everybody can turn around so they can see your beautiful faces and my, my daughter in love to be, I'm so glad she's here and we're so thankful as Michelle said to have uh, some estrogen in the house, <laughs> lots of testosterone in our house. I also uh, just wanted to say thank you for yesterday's tea. That was so... How many of you got to come to the tea yesterday? Okay. Wonderful. It was so nice to meet as many of you as I could yesterday. If I didn't get to meet you yesterday, I'd love to meet you today. And that was just such a wonderful, hospitable time together. And we all were able to taste and see that the Lord was good. And that's what I preached on in the first service. And I have a different message for now uh, I just felt so strongly impressed of the Holy Spirit to bring that word in the 9 a.m. and then this one in this service. So we'll see what God will do. I'm excited about it. And I also wanted to say in honor of the pastors um, that I'm so grateful, Davis. I know it's overwhelming to you because we're standing in a miracle that we are in this wonderful church that we really got to just see the conception of years ago and uh, these two great pastors have poured into my kids lives they really love them that's the thing I love about y'all is you you really genuinely love people in the body of Christ and outside of the body of Christ and and you feel that love don't you feel that love from your pastors yes and just so thankful for that and I told in the first service, I'll tell very quickly, that uh, Pastor Chad and I shared an office along with some other folks that were down. We were down. We were the basement people, okay? Have you ever been a basement person working in the basement? And Pastor Chad, when we first started, you had long hair. Do you remember that? And I was like, who is this kid? I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway... I tell you what, he is a Paul in the body of Christ, if I've ever seen it in my whole life. I said that to my mother yesterday. And he he came in and he told me, we were starting a fast, and he says, I'm going to fast 40 days. And I did not know that the Lord had put the discipleship program that so many thousands of people have been blessed by for so many years, but put that down in his spirit. That was in 2007, wasn't it? And he said, I'm gonna, I gonna. feel led to fast 40 days. And I've never heard you tell this, and you probably don't like me telling it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So, but, um, so he fasted 40 days, several days, no water, several days he had water. He just kind of phased it in that way. And he'd have on worship music down in the office that we shared. And uh, the presence of the Lord would come in that office so strong. And I've told students this in School of Discipleship at Free Chapel for years that literally I watched him weep that book out. I'd see his tears falling on those keys as he wept it out and the Holy Spirit downloaded it to him from heaven into that book and into what we now have been blessed with, with Divine Design for Discipleship. So I tell you that. That if you're not in the discipleship program here at Dwelling Place, you are missing a huge blessing. And I would encourage you to be a part of it. Some of you may be even called to teach in it in the future. I don't know. We don't know what God's going to do here. It's going to explode. Amen. And... Um, uh he, he really has been used in a great way. And I said yesterday, as I, see, I had to learn the program. And many hours, he'd have to answer my questions. I'd say, now, what about this? What about that? Now, help me with this. I don't understand the scripture. You were always so patient and kind with me to help me learn and to grow in my faith. I did not realize, I've been saved since 1978 and baptized in the Holy Spirit. I didn't realize how many holes in my foundation of faith and what I did not know and how much I needed to grow and isn't that what the journey with the Lord is anyway is there's always more always more no matter how much we know or we think we know there is always more so I would encourage you to be a part of that supernatural miraculous program that's available to you here And tell everybody you can to be a part of it, too, because it will change your life. Amen. And then Pastor Craig, I think of him starting and birthing all the all-night prayer meetings for the youth. And and several times, Davis and I went, and, and one time I stayed all night long, didn't I? And I'm telling you, I felt like I had the flu for a week after that. But, no, I'm kidding, but... Anyway, you know, it's kind of hard on older people to stay up all night. But those kids, they just just go. They're on fire. They have the fire of the Holy Spirit. And Pastor Craig was just so on fire. And I told in the first service that one time we were in praise and worship. The glory of the Lord came in the room so strong. And I saw him jump, literally, and do a scissor kick off this huge speaker. Onto the floor. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. I think we actually got that in a, in a picture in midair, didn't we, Davis? You did or I did or somebody. But I was like, wow, look at that. So if he hasn't done that here yet, you stay tuned. Because it's coming. Amen. But today I wanted to talk to you about... Uh, Something the Lord put on my heart so strong. And the boys, when I told them, I said, does this sound weird? You know, sometimes the Lord is peculiar. We're peculiar people. So this may be a little peculiar message for you on Mother's Day. But I kept hearing this term, the mominator, The mominator, And I feel like this is a word for dwelling place, church. And I felt it so strong in my spirit, I could almost see. T-shirts that said like dwelling place, hashtag Mominator, you know. That's a popular thing right now, isn't it, moms? Is all these these t-shirts out there? There's one that says hashtag mom life, one that says because I said so, one that says ain't no hood like the motherhood, one that says mom's life is the best life. And one that says, my mama don't like you and she likes everyone. I need about ten of those. And uh, one that says, mom game strong. You ever heard that before? So maybe we need a t-shirt that says the mominator. A mom is a woman who loves you unconditionally, unconditionally. A momster is what happens to mom after she counts to three. And you ain't doing what she's telling you to do. And the momminator is the mama who knows how to pray. Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I also wanted to say, uh, Sandra and Ingie, would you stand up, please? These ladies are longtime friends of ours, of Pastor Chad and Pastor Craig, myself, my family. I've been knowing Sand 23 years. And what a blessing they are. Please give them a hand for coming today. They are beautiful women of God. And they are mothers in Zion. And they are momminators. So let's talk about it. Amen. Lord, in Jesus' name, we invite you to come in this room today. We need you, Lord, more than we've ever need you, needed you before. Lord, we need you to help us to shine our light In dark, dark places for your glory and for your honor. Lord, we need you in this service today to speak and to do a great work. Supernatural, Lord, we invite you to take over. Fall on us, Holy Spirit, I pray. And speak a word in due season. Anoint our ears to hear, Lord, and we'll listen and we'll obey. And we'll do what you tell us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said amen amen hallelujah you know the movie the terminator um, was written by james cameron who first thought of the idea for the terminator when you think about the word mominator you think about terminator and he wrote it while he was stressed out fever-stricken in rome during production on his low-budget horror movie piranha 2 The director quickly cooked up the story of a robot assassin that was sent back in time to kill a woman whose son will become the savior of humankind. That doesn't sound like an original story to me. (laughs) I think that was written 2,000 years ago. Amen? And the Terminator was born. Sounds like a familiar story. And you know, when I was uh, working on this message... Truett, I asked him, I said, Truett, will you write a poem for me on the mominator? So he's written a poem just for dwelling place. This is for nobody else. So, Truett, come here and read it real quick. The mominator. This is Truett. Everybody give him a hand. Well, I feel like she only asked me to do these kind of things, but, you know, happy Mother's Day. Okay. Well, it goes, the mominator. She's kind and sweet, but as snappy as an alligator. She's brave and strong, as fierce as a gladiator. She is quick and as successful. She does things now instead of later. Deeds done unseen. She expects no favor for favor. She has a passion for God that extends to all she sees. She stands by her house as a root to a tree. I only know this because she shows her love for me. Thank you for doing that. All right. Out of the mouths of our children, they will lead us. If you have your Bible turned to John 10:10 10, 10, and you know this scripture. The terminator isn't that just like Satan. The Bible says that he comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I have come, Jesus said, that you may have life and life more abundantly you know satan has been after women from the beginning of time amen he had his time with eve and he's had he showed his head throughout history and this mother's day the women of dwelling place church god wants to raise up some strong women an army of women an army of women With boots on the ground who will fight the good fight of faith and not allow the enemy, the Terminator, to have one inch of territory in our lives. I'm going to go old school on you today. Is that okay? Amen. We're going to talk a little bit about spiritual warfare and being a strong woman of God. You see, when you're a woman of God, this is where... The Terminator who comes to kill, steal, and destroy meets the Mominator. Amen. Whether you're a mama, a single mama, a spiritual mama, or preparing to be a mama one day, God wants us to be strong. We got to be strong, ladies. Amen. 1 Timothy 6 and 12, you know this verse, says, Fight the good fight of faith. Everybody say that with me. Fight the good fight of faith. You sound good this morning. And you know what? The fight of faith is not just fighting the devil. We're not not here this morning to magnify the devil on Mother's Day. Amen? The devil doesn't cause everything. We don't want to give him that much power. We're not here to magnify the devil. We're here to magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I believe that... Uh, He wants to give us some revelation about who we are in Jesus and that we have dominion and authority over Satan. And we're not to uh, stand back or shrink back or take anything off of him or allow our families to take anything off of him. But we do fight the good fight of faith. We fight the world. We fight the flesh. We fight the devil. We fight the world, we fight the flesh, we fight the devil. We don't fight a bad fight, we fight the good fight. Amen. And do you know that uh, every day of our life we get up, we are in the army of God. He called us to be in his army. And at this time, this juncture in history, he needs strong women of God. When I looked at this beautiful praise team, how blessed you are here at Dwelling Place. In the 9 o'clock and in the 11 o'clock, such a powerful presence of the Lord came in this room. Did you feel that? Did you sense the presence of the Lord? Did you taste and see the presence and the goodness of God? Amen. And I was looking at your little feet and I thought, there is the army. That God is called and he's raised up to have boots on the ground. And to take dominion and authority in this region for Jesus Christ. To take dominion and authority over Satan and all of his darkness uh, for the kingdom of God. So we fight the good fight of faith. God promised us in Acts household salvation. You know, that's one of our promises. And God said it, and therefore I believe it, and I'm going to take it. And I'm believing that every single one of my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids, I heard Marilyn Hickey say one time, Pastor Craig, that she assigned her seed to the 1,000th generation to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that we declare it, we stand by that promise, and we say, this is our heritage This is our promise to have household salvation. And we will fight the good fight of faith. Everybody shout it. Fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Ephesians 6 and 11. You know this one. Put on the full armor of God against where you stand against the wiles, the schemings, the cunning arts, the deceit, the craft, the trickery, the shenanigans. I've seen that word pop up so much lately. Uh, Spring break shenanigans and um, wedding shenanigans and all this crazy. Where would that word come from? Shenanigans. Amen. We're, We're not about trickery. We're not about shenanigans. We're not about wiles and scheming. We're not about deceit. We're not about craft. We are about the kingdom of God and his business. Amen. We're about the spirit of truth. We're taking the Holy Spirit by the hand and he is leading us to fight the good fight of faith in truth. Everybody say in truth. So we put on the full armor of God. I used to uh, preach a message or years ago I preached a message called wash, dress, go. You wash in the blood of Jesus you wash in the Word of God every day. You get under the spout where the glory comes out. Amen. This is the spout of God that washes us. And then you dress. You don't have to walk around in this life defeated and beat up and knocked down and knocked around. You don't have to, to live a defeated life. Amen. We have the full armor of God that protects us, the helmet of salvation to protect our mind, the breastplate of righteousness, the girdle of truth that we walk in truth, the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of peace to protect our feet from the stones and the staves of the enemy, the old saints used to say, the shield of faith to absorb every fiery dart of the enemy. And you know that faith surrounds us all the way around. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's our power. But if you're walking outside every day, And you don't have your armor on. You've not taken time to pray. You've not taken time to dress in the clothing and take out of your heavenly wardrobe what God has provided for us. You're like Louis Grisard used to say, you're walking around naked. They didn't say naked. He said naked. That sounds worse, doesn't it? Amen. But God is calling an army. An army of women and men to do a great and mighty work upon this earth right now. He's calling the women. He's calling the moms not to cave in, not to lose hope. When things look dark and you've prayed for a child, you believe, you prayed for a family member and you feel like all hope is lost. That's when you need the strength of the Holy Spirit to rise up in you and to continue to fight the good fight of faith and press in and pray by faith and believe and take dominion over darkness in your home. Amen. All throughout the Bible, God lists wonderful, strong women of God, tough, strong, resilient women, women who don't give up, he talked about J.L. in Judges who drove a tent peg through the enemy's head. That was a tough lady. She gave him some milk first. She probably gave him some cookies too. I don't know. But she, she took out single-handedly one woman what a 10,000 men army did not do. J.L. did it. Esther saved the entire Jewish nation. She was a mominator. amen? Rizpah in 2 Samuel 21 and 10. She was the daughter of Ai. And after her children were hung out and uh, the birds and the beasts were coming to try to devour them, the Bible says that she laid a sackcloth and she spread it out for herself on a rock. And from the beginning of the harvest till the rain poured down from the heavens on the bodies, she did not let the birds touch them by day or the wild animals by night. Amen. Rizpah was a momminator. Everybody shout, Mominator. All right, you're getting it. Deborah. I love Deborah, don't you? In Judges chapter 4, she was a judge, and she helped Barak defeat The enemy armies. And Barak came to this little woman who the Bible says was a mother in Zion. Hallelujah. I believe God's speaking to the women in dwelling place today that you are mothers in Zion. And he said, lest you go with me, I will not go. He said, if I I can't get you to go with me because I know there's something in you, Deborah, There's something about you. You carry a mantle. You carry an anointing. You carry some power. You carry some strength. And I need you with me. I need your wisdom. I need your input. I need your guidance. Amen. And Deborah went with him and they won the battle. Somebody shout a good hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. God wants us to have boots on the ground. I love 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5 uh, is such a powerful scripture. And when you break it down, it, is, it just becomes alive to you. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. Everybody shout mighty, mighty. through God. Don't leave that out because you don't rebuke anything without the name of Jesus. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That whole uh, scripture there, the weapons of our warfare. Warfare actually means military service. Everybody say that with me. Military service. Whatever it is that God has called us to do. Whether you're in the secular field or whether you're um, in the medical field or teaching or... Uh, sales, whatever it is, that is a military service where God has strategically placed you to do a work for him to take back ground, to take back land from the enemy and claim it for the kingdom of God. Amen. And so the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. We're not to be uh, uh, using fists, getting in fist fights. Amen. But we're to use those weapons of warfare. Now let's talk about what those are really quickly. Uh, Psalm 18 and 34, I love where David says this. He says, teach my hands to war. He was such a humble man before the Lord. He went before the Lord and he says, I don't know how to fight. You're going to have to teach me. Teach my hands to war. Amen. Amen. And that's our role as moms, as women of God. As God teaches us how to war, we teach our children how to war. We teach our children how to put on the armor of God. We teach our children how to use the weapons of their warfare that are not carnal but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So teach our hands to war, Lord, today. A woman of God knows these things, or a mominator knows these things. Number one, she knows that the battle has already been won. We are here to enforce the victory. We're fighting from a place of victory. Everybody shout victory. And we are here to vanquish the enemy. That means wipe him out, annihilate him, terminate him. That's the mominator meeting the terminator. Amen. Pastor Craig said this scripture in the first service. I believe no weapon formed against us. Isaiah 54 and 17. You know this verse. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that is risen against me, you, God, will show it to be in the wrong. Amen. Every day, every day, every day. We wake up and we pray together. Edward and I agree. And we pray and put on that armor of God. Usually it may be me praying it. Sometimes it's him praying it and I'm agreeing with him. But we put it on and we declare that scripture. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that has risen against me. Because you know the devil's got some wagging tongues out there. The Bible says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And that's what he's looking to do. Any little crack or crevice, he can come in and accuse and discredit and steal from us. But he is a defeated foe and no weapon formed against us. No weapon. Everybody say, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So we need to be able to discern, operate in the gift of discernment, which is one of the uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit that we receive from him, and to perceive and to use our eyes, to watch and pray. I love Proverbs 31 says that the woman of God, in Proverbs 31, she looks to her own household. Amen? Amen. And you know what? That, that takes uh, discipline and diligence in the age we're living in. We are living in the information age where we can sit with our cell phones and we can see inside everybody else's home. Amen? We can know what everybody else is eating, what restaurant they're in, what cruise ship they're on, what party they're attending that we didn't get invited to. Amen? Whatever situation is going on and the enemy is stirring up strife, discord, jealousy, competition within the body of Christ. Because we've got women, and including myself, the Holy Spirit convicts me on this all the time. We're looking not to our own household, but we're looking to everybody else's. Amen. And it's time, ladies, for us This Mother's Day, X marks the spot that we say right down here in this altar this morning, I'm going to look. I'm going to look to my own household. In my book, I tell a story about when I was a little girl, we would swim in an old pond on my granddaddy's farm, and he had an alligator in there. And we'd swim on one side of the pond, And that alligator would see us splashing, all my cousins, and we'd be laughing and having fun. And my parents would sit on the edge of the pond, and we'd see his little eyes pop up like that. And then we'd see his tail swishing, and he'd come across that pond trying to get to us. And our parents would yell really loud, Okay, he's coming, get out! Amen. You know, my parents, they watched. Y'all don't judge my parents. If you go to the beach, you're swimming with sharks. So what's the difference? We'd jump out of that pond and we'd run around to the other side and we'd laugh and giggle and we'd jump in and we'd splash. All of a sudden, his eyes would pop up. Here he came again. Same thing. Okay, get out. He's coming. We'd do that all afternoon long. That was our entertainment in South Georgia crazy people. But you know what? My parents did not take their eyes off of me. Amen? And that's the way we've got to be as mominators. We cannot take our eyes off of our children. We cannot take our eyes and become disengaged to what they're listening to and what they're looking at and what's going in their ear gate and their eye gate. Hamilton and Truett can tell you and Davis all the time, what you're listening to, what's on that phone? Let me see that. What is that? What's in that earphone? I want to hear it. Mom, Mom, we do not stop. Amen? Never take our eyes off. We watch and we pray. Because the devil walks about as a roaring lion. Jesus said that Satan, he told Peter this. He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you out. Somebody's wanting to tag me down there. I feel you. I feel you. But he said, I want to sift you out. That means confuse and destroy. That's what he wants to do. He wants to confuse us and he wants to destroy us. And he wants to confuse our kids and he wants to destroy them. That is his nature. That is who he is. There's nothing good about the devil. It is the enemy who is influencing the world. But Jesus said, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Amen. We have Jesus within us. Now, Matthew 18, 18, and 19 is one of those weapons that we can use. That's a scripture that we got, we got to know like the back of our hand. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We do not have to stand back and let the devil run ramshod through our homes and our marriages. Through our cities. Through our schools. We had a bomb threat a couple weeks ago with Truett School. And they called us to come pick the children up immediately. 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 I said, I bind that devil in the name of Jesus. You will not come in that school. We take authority over you now. We cast you out into the abyss, never to return. You will not disrupt their education, bring fear on our children. The blood of Jesus is against you. Amen? Luke 9.42 says to rebuke the enemy. You don't allow the enemy to show out and take any dominion or authority in your church, in your home, in your life. You just just rebuke him like Jesus did i rebuke you you have to go you have no authority here you cast the devil out Matthew 18 or 8 and 16 says we cancel the plans of the enemy David prayed may the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them that's how my husband likes to pray he's I don't know if that's a man's man's prayer or what but You know, sometimes you have to be ruthless to stand against the enemy. We apply the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus just like they did at the day of Passover. We anoint our home. That's a weapon of our warfare. Sometimes I just go around my house and I'm anointing the doors and anointing the windows, anointing the furniture, anointing their bedrooms and praying over my home. If I feel that leading... That burden, something's not right. Something's not right. The enemy's trying to get in here. I just go around my house. I just begin to take authority. I am the momminator here, okay? And I take authority in Jesus' name. And I anoint my house and take dominion over the enemy. Amen. You know, praise, of course, is a weapon. Praise is a weapon against the enemy because Ephesians chapter 12 or 6 and 12 says that um, it it says that if you can put that scripture up, I've lost my my note on that. Uh, It says we wrestle not against flesh, flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So we we you keep an atmosphere of the Lord's praise, of his love in the house, and that turns the enemy back. Revelation twelve, eleven. That's another weapon. We overcome Satan by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. Amen. You be the mominator and use the weapons of your warfare and terminate the enemy. We take dominion, right, ladies? Amen. We stand our ground. We don't allow the enemy to come in and take our families and take our home. Amen. And even if he has in the past, this is a new day. Amen. You draw a fresh bloodline of the blood of Jesus and say, that's it. This is where we draw the line. You know, we take dominion over darkness. We need to stop trying to take dominion over our husbands. Amen. Over our bosses. Amen. Over our pastors. Amen. Always going around trying to see what's wrong with everybody else. And I'm here to fix it all because I'm Miss Wonderful. No, that's not what a momminator is. Amen. But we take dominion over the enemy. We go in our closet. We hit our face. We take authority over the enemy. You know, probably one of the most famous and iconic lines in the movie of the Terminator that Arnold Schwarzenegger says is, you know the line. It says, hasta la vista, baby. I'll be back. Amen. 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 Everybody shout, I'll be back. back. Amen. But I'm here to tell you that there is one who is greater than any Terminator, any Arnold Schwarzenegger, greater than the devil, greater than any person who's ever lived, and he was the greatest one ever to live and to walk this earth. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he's the ultimate one who said, I'll be back. Shout it. I'll be back. Amen. In John 14, Jesus said this. Let not your heart be troubled. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, he said. In other words, I'll be back, shouted again. I'll be back. I'll be back. You sound good. And he said, I'm gonna receive you to myself that where I am, <coughs> excuse me, you may be also. You know, Jesus went into hell, he took the keys to death, hell, and the grave, and he has given us the power to trample. Trample, everybody say, trample over serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Everybody say nothing. nothing. Amen. So today, I just came to give Dwelling Place. Maybe when I come back, I'll see the T-shirt, Dwelling Place, hashtag mominator, Because I know we got some Momminators in the room who know how to pray. And God wants to do something special with this church. Do you sense it? Do you feel it? That you are strategically, you are strategically located by the hand of God in this area. You know, when I started uh, working with The Christian View, which started out on 4 million homes, and now the Lord has expanded it to, I believe it's, Going into 40 million homes now is what they told me. The last count or the potential to go in 40 million homes. When you go in to take airwaves, media airwaves. Because the Bible says that the devil is the prince of the power of the air. He does not like it. And he wants to try to stop any uh, uh, work of the Lord. Any of what God is doing to take back airwaves, to take back land, to take back property. And so we have to take a hard stand against him. And learn how to use the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell. The gates of hell. He's going to build it in every arena he's going to build he's going to build the church in the media area he's going to build it in the education realm he's going to build it on every campus in this nation that we think has been lost to liberalism and into and to satan he's going to he's going to build it in the political realm we're beginning to see strongholds pulled down now is not the time for us to become weary amen now is not the time for us to become faint and get tired and check out amen we need to wake up shake ourselves. amen that a verse in ephesians and i want to close with this if everybody wants to stand and um if our praise team wants to come that would be awesome and we'll pray for the mamas this morning Amen. That scripture that I love so much, Ephesians 6, 11 and 12, it says that we are to withstand. Everybody say withstand. Withstand. We don't stand alone in the body of Christ. We're together, linked together, arm in arm, together. We stand by and we stand with. There's no condemnation. I've been through some mess. We got issues. You got issues. All God's children got issues. Amen. When we began to walk our walk with Jesus Christ, we began to walk counter the enemy and the forces of darkness. So we're going to hit head on. We're fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. But we withstand, we oppose the enemy. That's what we're doing. And so today we want to pray for women. I want to pray for our momminators today. Amen. We'll stop trying to control and dominate everybody. Just begin to take authority and dominion over the devil and learn to fight the good fight of faith. I love that old hymn, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. Anybody raised on that old hymn in here? Wave at me if you know it. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross, lift high His royal banner. It must not suffer loss. Now here's the line I want you to hear and get deep in your spirit from the Lord Himself. From victory unto victory. Amen? His army shall he lead till every foe is vanquished and Christ is Lord indeed. Did you get that? From victory unto victory. Say that with me. From victory unto victory. Say it again. From victory unto victory. Say it again. From victory unto victory. Say it again. From victory unto victory. victory Hallelujah. Amen. We're not fighting like some beat up, broken down, knocked down bride. Amen. We are the bride of Christ. Amen. And women, mamas, we're the momminator. The other day I went to pick up Truett at school. And some boys were out front. I asked his permission to tell this. Some boys were out front. And they were wrestling. And they were just going at it you know how that scripture says we wrestle not, they were going at it, and I thought, oh, any minute, this is going to break, this is funny now, but it may break out in a fight, I thought, where are the teachers, why, why is nobody watching this, and I'm thinking, where's Truett, why is he not coming, and I look up out of the corner of my eye, and he's wrestling, he's out there just going at it with this kid, and I'm about to get out of the car and have a say about it, and He got in the car, and he was laughing. I said, who was that? And he told me the little boy's name. And I said, I don't like that. I don't like that wrestling. I said, because any minute, any minute, that could turn into a fight. He could hit you. You could get mad. You could retaliate, knock him out. And then we got an honor student that would be in trouble with the school. See how slick the devil is? You see how slick and sly he is? I said, you tell that little boy. I said, you tell him if he ever lays a finger on you ever again, you got a mama and she's mean. And she'll go to that principal's office quicker than your head could spin, amen? So the next day, he got in the car. I said, did you tell him that? Yes, ma'am, I told him, I told him. I said, okay. I said, here's the deal. I will never, ever, 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 ever stop fighting for you, amen? I will fight for you, Till the last breath of my body leaves. And I said, and then when I go to heaven, I'm going to have my little feet dangling over the balconies of heaven. And I'm still going to be fighting. Amen. Hallelujah. We fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to invite the mamas to come forward this morning. And the women. Let's just have all the women. All the women. and men. There's some strong men in this house. There's strong men leading this house. If you would back us up and pray. I'm going to have Pastor Chad and Pastor Craig close us and pray as they feel so led. But we're going to pray for some strength today. All the women, come on up. Come up, come up, come up, come up close. Amen. I want my my precious little girl to come up here, Amber. Come on, baby. Come on, Amber. So thankful for her. I finally got my girl. Amen. That's why when I when I first saw her, I said I'm just gonna have to call her the little girl. I know she's she's a great woman of God and served the God served God all her life and as a school teacher. But um, what a blessing, you know, that God brings us. And I know some of you mamas have prayed. You prayed for your kids for their spouse we, we do that you know we moms pray and then all of a sudden I saw her and I thought I am looking at what I have prayed for hallelujah hallelujah isn't it wonderful when we see we perceive the blessings of God but we gotta fight we gotta fight the good fight of faith amen we gotta keep we gotta keep fighting we gotta keep singing because the enemy hates that praise I love that song. I want you to uh, close with that song, if you would. And then we'll pray. Never stop singing. Can you all do that one more time? All right. Amen. Let's lift our hands. And we'll just praise the Lord right now and ask the Lord to visit us. Never stop singing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, hi. We're gonna lift you higher, higher Our hearts burning bright like a fire, fire Voices unite, they get louder, louder We're never gonna stop singing Stop praising him, and when we praise him, we press back the darkness. Let's just lift our hands, Lord. Oh, you've been so good to us today! Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you are raising up a very, very mighty, strong army in this house an army of women who will fight the good fight of faith, who will not give up who will not back down to the enemy. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. We pray Psalm 91 over them. No evil shall come nigh them or their homes in Jesus' name. No plague shall come nigh their dwelling. I thank you, Lord, you're raising up women who are strong and mighty and will look to their own household and that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. Lord, I just thank you. They're clothed in the full armor of God. They're clothed in righteousness. They're clothed with humility. They're clothed with love. They're clothed with wisdom and strength, God, to do a great work to do a mighty work for your kingdom i thank you lord that they are women who have boots on the ground and that take dominion over every force of the enemy in jesus name the lord rebuke you satan for everything you've ever tried to do to deter them to discourage them to try to defeat them in jesus name We thank you, Lord, that they belong to you and they will run their race. They will finish their fight. They will fight from a place of victory. And we give you praise for that till every foe is vanquished. And Christ is Lord indeed in all of their lives. Lord, let this be the best Mother's Day they've ever had, ever, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for it. And all you're going to do in this house, in this city, God, through great women of God, Deborah's, Esther's, JL's, Rizpah's, God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to do a great work in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen, amen. Amen. Again, thank you so much for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about our church, be sure to visit us on the web at www.dwellingplacemovement.org.